Yeah, super wet. Hello, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start the day with first a weather report for Matt Susan. Matt, please tell us. <laughs> it's very wet out here. It's still raining, but as far as we know, the competition will continue in North Park. I heard your mom's really wet too. Is that true? That's disgusting. Uh, uh. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. People, your parents have to have sex. No, they Not don't. Mine. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and from man. Immaculate Conception, we have John Young. John, what's up, dude? What's up, guys? Holy cow. Hey, John, do you need me to explain the workout to you? No, I got it. Okay, let me know if you need help with it. Uh, <laughs> I studied the shit out of it. <laughs> I'll check with you guys at the event in a, in a couple of minutes. Go Are ahead, you you're headed out now, Sousa? Yeah, I was just I was just kind of waiting to see if they were gonna push it back or what was gonna happen, and uh, we got the word that it's still going down in North Park at the same. So I just wanted to come on here and do that real quick, and then and then I will check back in with you guys as soon as I get there in about fifteen. All right, dude. Okay, thank you. Yep. Thanks. Um, y- yesterday, uh, last night, Adrian came on the show for just a few minutes. He said that it uh, if it is wet. Um, he, 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 we were, he's kind of joking around. It was hard to tell where he was serious and where he wasn't. I was like, oh, well, that'll be a new introduction uh, tomorrow of a uh, legless rope climb, climb up and legless rope climb down. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, and climbing on wet ropes, meaning that it doesn't sound, I think Susan's right. It doesn't sound like they're going to call anything off. They're not going to be afraid of a little rain. Uh, before we all, we'll talk to Taylor what he thinks about that. Uh, but what do you think about the workout in general? Um, Mr. Young, could you pull that up and, and contextualize it for us also, please, that the fact that we've already had nine or 10 workouts, we're going into the last day. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see how much the sled affects everybody. Um, cause that's really the only thing that we can't for sure say, this is what's going to affect everybody. It's only two legless rope climbs at a time. So your best guys are going to be able to do that. I don't think a lot of people will make a ton of time up, but if the ropes are wet, that makes a huge deal. Taylor, have you ever done legless rope climbs with wet ropes? Because I, I have not. Okay. By, <laughs> wow, you offended him. Triggered. Uh, here's the thing. In in my yard, I haven't climbed the ropes when they are um, when it's raining, but I've climbed the ropes all the time when it's wet. But I have those really, really big, thick rogue ropes that basically my little ass fingers, they sink into the grooves. So there's well, still, I still get a ton of purchase. I've I, and I've climbed them legless a shitload, but I, I don't come down legless. So I almost um, think it'll help the people who have bigger hands. Like you could be an amazing rope climber, but if the ropes are wet. That just places more emphasis on grip. So the bigger your hands are, the easier it'll be to climb a wet rope. Uh, I know, I know when the ropes get humid at our gym, which is so different from actually being wet, but when they get humid, the ropes are almost sticky and they're easier to climb. Okay. Really? I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Manila ropes. Yeah. The, the, the tan ones, if it's a nylon rope, which they're not any sort of moisture, you're fucked. But the yeah. tan ones like they use in the military, they use on obstacle courses. I mean, those things get fucking rained on all the time outdoors and get used. So we'll, we'll see. I, I'm I sorry, Jamal. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Jamal. Taylor was talking. I won't let him talk over you ever again. Go ahead, Mr. Smith. Yeah, don't disrespect me like that again, yeah. Taylor. Yeah. All right. 
But I was just going to say, Filthy 150 one year, they had the legless rope climb outfit where it was a a send up and there was a tape mark on the way down that their hands had to go below and then the send back up. And that particular year, the ropes were damp and it really made a difference because people would try to do that to send down and they would just slip. Yeah, it was like a touching. I, yeah, I will say Roman right. murdered that workout too. The ascend right. and descend. Right, and Justin Madeiras, thats actually where he qualified that year uh, to go to the 2020 game. But that was very—you seen a lot of the women. They just could not do that, um, which of course we don't know the full standard of it. Adrian didn't touch on it too much, but. That was a big difference maker that year. Thank you, Jamal. I, I, I think that touched uh, Jr.'s heart. He started nodding. That was the most gesticulating we've had from Jr. in a while. He, you, you, uh, Jr. What do you th- thanks, Jamal? Thanks for calling. Uh, so one, uh, so I didn't even know Roman went to uh, fifty one fifty. That's the event in Ireland. Is that right? Fifty one fifty. What what's that one called? Filthy one fifty. Filthy one fifty. I need to be fifty one fifty. And uh, do you remember that? Do you recall what he's talking about? Yeah, I remember it. And I remember how many people were, you know, trying to get over the the elements of, of the wet rope. Um, something that makes me wonder, though, about the difficulty of the workout. I mean, we know the kettlebells are going to be a grind, especially after the first round of 20. We know the rope climbs are get more more and more difficult, and that standard being a standard most people probably haven't practiced in competition, either starting seated and or controlling the descent. The way Griffin looked on that sled in the story behind the workout video, which maybe we can bring up here, made me wonder if the sled portion is going to be one of the harder grinds that the athletes have ever done in a competition. Because that dude is as strong as they come. And, and it looked like he was struggling? And it, it looked like he was really putting out. Yeah. What, what's the standard weight for just a, a sled, just the homies are pushing at the affiliate? I mean, we, we have a bunch of dog sleds that crash, and we have turf there. Um, it's not the same exact turf as they're using there at the games. But a lot of times in workouts, we'll be pushing 60 to 120 feet with six plates. So that would be 270. And we're saying that these are going to be over 400, correct? Yeah, I think 400, I think, 420 pounds plus the weight of the sled. Yeah. So they'd be like be over two, 270 plus the dog sled. But again, that turf, like the, the fibers of that turf are a lot longer, almost like many pieces of grass comparatively to like the kind of turf that I have at my gym, which is more of like plastic fibers. The rain will help that sled though. Yeah, but will it help their foot grip? Oh, I mean, as long as wear cleats. As long as it's raining equally in all lanes, right? Yeah, oh, what? Right. <laughs> well, dude, it'll be that's one thing you know, but it'll be interesting how the field holds water. Uh, what about uh, wet hands and the? It's a, it's a lot of kettlebell cleans too, yeah. right? Are we going to see some calluses tearing off and shit like that? I don't think calluses will be tearing off, but I think you're going to see people doing small sets on the kettlebells. I mean, it is just, this is going to be one of the hardest CrossFit games workouts ever, in my opinion. And I think there are going to be a few things that dictate that. But to me on paper, this just looks like one of the hardest CrossFit games events we will, we have seen to date. 
Uh, it, and why do you say that? What what you didn't say that last night? Not that you did. You, I mean, you didn't say anything last night in regards to its difficulty. But did something happen last? Did you try it this morning? Why all of a sudden you're like, damn, this is gonna be hard? No, you just look at a couple things. One, you look at the sled weight, and in the games, a sled push to that distance never have even approached that kind of weight. You add in a new legless rope climb variation where you've got to climb up from a sitting position and then descend legless. You add in kettlebell cleaning jerks to fatigue the grip even more. You add in the rain. And then especially on the men's field, you add in how tight the race is between the top three. And I think going into this workout in years past on Sunday with Matt running away with the lead, you have athletes approaching this maybe with not quite the intensity that we're going to see from the top three. These top three are going to be fucking slugging at each other in this workout. And I think the race is going to dictate that intensity uh, and create quite the show, especially in the rain. I, I got a DM and a screenshot yesterday of a moment that I remembered seeing on the live feed, but for some reason uh, it didn't stick with me, but I remembered seeing it. And it's a screenshot after that uh, bag lift event. Uh, is it? Yeah, it's after the bag lift event and after a tiebreaker. And it shows Patrick Vellner walking off the field and he's pointing back. I, I forget who he's with. He's with another athlete and he's pissed. He looks like he's really pissed. Uh, do, have you guys heard anything about that? Was he upset about that workout at all? You I think he's with Jeff. Rumbling? Never. Jeff? Uh, I oh, yeah, I think Jeff. you're right. I think So you saw that too? I did see it, yeah, live. I remember seeing it live and wondering what maybe he was talking about. Yeah, it's, it, it's kind of hard to tell, but yeah, the expression on his face was that, hey, something looked like it was really intense for him. Um, A false start, maybe? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I, is this... Hey, trying to figure out how, how I can word this to upset Taylor, but not upset him at the t- same time. Um, Is this a CrossFit workout? Or are we doing CrossFit yet? Or do you want to <laughs> just be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all, it's all it, 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 it is all CrossFit. I still am not seeing stuff that I'm like, okay, I recognize that. Like just, what, is t- what are you talking about? Muscle up workout. T- tell me, which one was that? Workout? Which one was that? 12, 12 muscle ups, 25 jump overs. 30 uh, and then that's the where, where, where you switched over. Where you switched over first. implements. You switched over different objects. You were jumping over, and you marched down the field. Oh yeah, that was so CrossFit. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, hundred percent, hundred percent. And is there is there anything that you feel like if it doesn't come tomorrow or doesn't come today as we go into the final day that um, would make it so that this uh, this games was inadequate? Is there anything that has to be in there? Uh, from a from a personal, in my own opinion, I think we've got to see thrusters in some form, ideally with a barbell, because we've had so little barbell to this point, and some form of burpee. I mean, something as simple as a thruster, bar face, and burpee. I, I don't know. I, I feel a bit robbed if we don't see that in the CrossFit games. And maybe he throws it back and puts thrusters in the final, and that would be fucking awesome. John, same question to you. Anything that you feel like has to be in there? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Taylor. I feel like thrusters and burpees is a staple. Those two are staple movements in the CrossFit community. They did them in 2007. They've never not done them. If we're not doing them now, it's 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 a different – you know, Boss said he didn't want to make this the Boss games, and I feel like he's, he's gone opposite on that statement because <laughs> we haven't seen any barbell yet. And uh, – 
I think it's been a balanced test just because we haven't seen barbell. We've done plenty of weightlifting elements, as y'all talked about yesterday. But, uh, yeah, I think there needs to be a deadlift. I think there needs to be a row. I think there needs to be thrusters. I think there needs to be burpees. But as far as, like, what we need to have, I agree with Taylor, probably thrusters and burpees. And then they should have those other two elements. And But uh, if they don't, it's not. It's still been a great game. Oh, when you say those other two, you mean the deadlift and the row? Or you mean the burpees and the thrusters? The deadlift and the row. Just because I'm – I'm just trying to think of things that we haven't done yet. JR, I have a will for both of you. Give me, give me, give me one second, Taylor. Hold that thought. Uh, Jody Lynn, uh, hundred bucks. Gonna be an epic day. Great coverage behind the scenes. Thank you very much, TYVM. I got a question for you. Don't forget, Taylor, what you were going to ask uh, JR. When you guys see TYVM, does, is that like just is that a normal uh, acronym, or she just everyone can just make up whatever they want now? Because I don't, I, I'm, I suck at all these things. I only know LOL. I've, I've never seen that, it. Okay, good. Thank you very much. You can yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Jody, you're uh you're welcome very much. Uh YWVM. Thank you. When I see you, I'll squeeze you so tight you'd be like, that was weird. Okay. Uh JR, uh Taylor has a question for you. Uh but well for both, right? One, would you consider this alpaca workout a chipper? Two, uh, do you think one of these next two workouts, the final or uh, event 12, could be a chipper with several elements tying in kind of what we hope to see on the final day. A couple of the few missing pieces left of the puzzle. Uh, first question, no, this is a triplet. Okay. To me. Oh, yeah. oh, Caleb, can you bring up the workout? Uh, not yeah. a chipper, chip, uh, triplet, JR says. I agree. Yeah. I agree with JR. And then... Yes, I still think we could see a little bit more of like a traditional kitchen sink type chipper, maybe with several different barbell movements, because we're talking about how the barbell has not shown up a ton. You know, most of these athletes have only done what, 70 to 80 barbell repetitions. Shoulder to overhead was what, 10 to 10 to 18. And then the 63 squat cleans. So I still think we're going to get a barbell squat and a barbell pull from the floor. We have done a good bit of hinging. So you got the 45 kettlebell hang cleaning jerks today. They did a ton of sandbag work last night. Um, But I still think that we could see a deadlift. And I'm not going to be surprised at all if we still see, Boz alluded to it, if we still see a throwback repeat. like 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 a repeat from one of the earlier years of the games. I know a couple weeks ago, on .com, maybe last week, the um, deadlift burpee workout was programmed. The um, five rounds for time, five deadlifts, 275, 10 burpees, something like that. We haven't seen either of those movements yet. Um, so maybe maybe an evolution of that workout or just that workout. Because one of the other things Boz has mentioned is that the tests don't need to be grand for the athletes to make the performance grand. And sometimes when you see workouts – they don't have to look difficult. They could look like something an affiliate would do, but the times that the athletes turn in on those workouts is what's the most impressive. I, I don't think it'll be just that work. They have to make it heavier because everybody can do that unbroken as fast as you can. Yeah, I agree. It'd be like, it like lets you fran. You know what I mean? Everybody can do that unbroken. I think they'd have to make it heavier and they'd have to incorporate two other scores within the final if that were yeah. the final. 
I and traditionally see- too, like traditionally too on Sundays, at least with Dave, you, you know, you kind of knew that you were going to get cl- classic CrossFit for the most part, two to three classic CrossFit workouts. But also one of the things that Dave would always do is have a midline test on Sunday, always a midline test. So I still think we could see the yoke too. Yeah. I could Bob, see some type of spring. Hey, we have to see. I mean, they measured yeah, them for the yoke, right? Boz said, yeah, Boz said last night that it was true. They got measured for the yoke, and there are still two event announcements left. So like a so like a deadlift, so like a deadlift yoke would be gnarly on the midline. And it's not a traditional combination that we see. A lot of times it's like yoke with running or yoke with handstand walk or yoke with, you know, GHD or something like that. Well, we did be- see we did see at the games the yoke with the uh, a farmer's carry that was so heavy that it might as well have been a deadlift. You remember that? Midlock, oh, Fibonacci, or sorry, uh, strongman sphere. Yeah, what was the third item? Was there a sled in there? What was the sled, third? Sled yeah. drag, a forward sled drag. Yeah, that. Uh, what do you think about that? That that am I speaking out of turn there, Jr. Do you think that farmer's carry you could toss it in there as having some? feeling a little bit like a, a one rep mat max deadlift. I mean, some of the guys were having trouble picking up those, those uh, implements. Yeah. The Slater logs. Yeah. The Slater logs were, were definitely, I mean, a lot of people would say probably the hardest implement of strongman sphere. So they're not afraid to do what you just said, even though you said that those aren't characteristically put together, the uh, yoke and the deadlift, it's, it's not beyond CrossFit. No, not at all. And I just think you look at the, musculature that they're taxing and it, they're very similar so there's a ton of interference there uh sam crazy generous uh donation dude thank you um thank you very much very 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 cool what did i write here oh when when you're pushing the sled um and, and you're in and, and you're in one direction you're unloading it and then and then do you reload it up and push it do, do the athletes load the kettlebells at any point no, they just take two off. And okay. Then they do on, the, on the way back, they load it. They do. Okay. Yeah. Where should they put the kettlebells? In the uh, front of the sled, the back of the sled? Do they have a choice? Is it going to fill up? Do you start with this, the kettlebells in the it, closest would, to you, furthest ways? Is there a technique would, to that? I would think you'd load the kettlebells closest to you. The further away you load them, the more your sled's going to want to pick up towards the back. Um, whereas if you have the weight distributed closer to where you're pushing, I think it'd be a little more efficient. It's, it, it does say on here, athletes will start sled loaded. Where does it say that you will reload them after going back to more? Uh, load, okay, load the sled. Uh, okay. And, uh, and, and that's a bit of a head fuck, right? Loading the sled as you get, as you, as you end, as you, uh, everything getting heavier and harder as you get towards the end of the workout. It's really, really creative yeah. that the sled gets lighter when you start the workout and then gets heavier on the way back, but it's just you adding to it, which is cool. And- and the last 42 feet are going to be fucking terrible. Do you think that'll make the difference, that last sled push? Whoever can push that, like a, like oh, Barnhart can just beat everybody because of that last sled push type without deal? A, without a doubt, it's going to be. Well, one, the, the entire workout matters. And, and again, I, I think the balance is great because the leg lifts are going to be so important. But I think you're going to watch those last 42 feet play out like we would watch maybe an overhead lunge in a final from previous years where it's coming down to who's pushing the sled and who's not going to take a break and, and who can just 
move it the fastest and hurt. I'm looking to see if I can pull up. Uh, Caleb, can we pull? Is that my screen I'm sharing, Caleb? Yeah? No? This one's mine. Oh, uh, let's pull up the uh, the leaderboard. Aaron Cullen, Stevon, still, period, having problems understanding this workout. Aaron Cullen, still having trouble spelling and working the keyboard on his computer. So they start with six kettlebells, go down to two, and go back up to six. Correct. Uh, yes, it, it looks like it goes six four, t- six four two. They could actually push it almost in the back rack. Like, have you seen athletes in the team division push Big Bob, where they load the bar across their upper back? That's how I would push it. Uh, uh, loaded across their upper back. No, he's talking like your head in it. Oh, and then, oh, you know, oh! Thank you. Okay, like that. okay. I'm. I, I was. Ima- I was imagining uh, them uh, uh, walking backwards. Um, that low bar on there, by the way. I asked uh, Boz about that last night, and he says it's no can do. He says they they tried to incorporate it, in, and he says it's just too fucking hard. So they'll be pushing it just from uh, the top. It sounds like. Gotcha. For those of you who haven't seen the sled, there's a top bar and then a lower bar welded on. I also asked him the dry weight, um, and I guessed uh, 70 pounds, and he said he didn't know, but he thought it was heavier than that and that it is pretty heavy duty. Because, you know, just from afar, and obviously it can't be like this, but that tray looks uh, like a little flimsy, right? Just from the picture that we've seen, it just looks like a... To me, it looks like like quarter-inch thick steel, which is pretty unflimsy. (laughs) <laughs> right okay yeah hey, this is a you know this is maybe a small nuance that really doesn't matter but i i think on the way back strategy and watching a heat go and having a coach that i don't want to say has like a, a engineering type background but knowing where you need to distribute the weight if the back of the sled starts to come up on the video of them testing it you can you can see that you can see the sled coming up off the ground them starting to get it going so if you have someone that can say okay on the way back you need to put the first two in the upper left away from you and then the bottom right corners and then when you get to the next one you need to do the opposite so you need to do upper right corner bottom left corner so now you kind of made a little square and then when you get to the last two you need to put them right in the middle of those four so that you always have an even, an even dis- um, distribution of surface area. If, so you, if that makes any sense. So what yeah. you're saying is Matt Fraser coaching Mal and the fact that he's an engineer, she's going to win the workout? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, M- Magnus um, Holmgren, Holmgren, Magnus Holm, Holm, Holmgren, what happened to the women's leaderboard? That's a great question. Last night, Daniel Brandon was third. On the same point as Emma. Yep, I saw that. And now now Emma has more points. We'll be right back to that, Magnus. Action. And this is Griffin, right? There was a scoring adjustment. Not more than seven seconds, Caleb. Now, he's not wearing cleats, though. I feel like that makes a big deal. Are are, are the athletes offered cleats? Don't get us us a point, Caleb. Don't get us a point. Uh, are are they allowed to wear cleats? Are, they, are does Noble give them cleats? I would assume they're allowed to wear cleats. They've never not been allowed to wear cleats. Yeah, I want to. I want to say for. I want to say last year they 
were allowed to wear cleats. Hey, did you see the way uh, Griffith Raleigh had his head put in they're there? They're given some. Uh, by the uh, shoe sponsor? Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John, he had his head, he didn't have it, he didn't have his head far enough in to get it on his back, but he had that position. It was ready to go. The one you were talking about. Did you notice that? Yeah. I feel like that's the most powerful position as far as pushing the sled, especially something heavy that you can't just, uh, run with more points of contact on your body. Better, better purchase on the sled. Go ahead. Sorry, Taylor. No, I also think you can see in the video with them pushing up on that bar through their back is it might cause the sled to tilt forward and pick up from the rear a little bit like we were talking about. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Leverage leverage, and mechanical advantage play a huge role when you're moving anything like that. All good points. Uh, can we go over to the leaderboard? Did you guys hear what happened last night? Daniel Brandon was in third place last night. And now they switch spots there. I mean, there could have been a a scoring dispute or some kind of appeal. Is there anywhere on the, um, on the site where they talk about that? We could ask Mike. Is he in the comments? Halpin. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Let's see if we can, maybe we can even get Mike on here. Let's see what we can, uh, Mike Halpin. Also in that video too. I know you can't watch it fluidly, but there's a point where you watch, it looks like maybe Scud's descending on the rope and she's letting go and catching with two hands in really small chunks. So she is controlling it, but it's not a hand under hand descent. So I also will wonder too, how they're required to descend. If it's a not hand over hand, but hand under hand technique where they have to just walk themselves down or if they can let go and catch in really, really small increments as long as they still show control all the way to the pad. I feel like that's super risky to do. Yeah. Uh, well, if we could watch that part of it, it would be cool, but that's the way she's doing it, whoever that testing athlete is. She's letting go little by little? What l- Little by little and just catching with two hands, yes. I think that was fee, but in- interesting. John, I just saw your text. Uh, can we watch this? The problem is, is that they'll report us for anything. So even if we're promoting the games and we show like the video of their alpaca workout, they'll fucking report us and give us a copyright strike. Cross yeah, that like- link. Yeah, that link is from an email that I got from CrossFit for the workout of the day, which yeah, is th- tomorrow, which is this this workout yeah. for today. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so we yesterday we thought we were uncovering something, but we actually weren't because that thing was already sent out. I do want to say this, by the way, uh, we do know that Emily Rolf uh, had uh, the two blood clots. She had the surgery, was released from the hospital, was seen at the venue. But the other gentleman, I also saw, uh, saw the master's athlete who had the what, what I think was a stroke, um, n- another clotting issue. He is still in the hospital. I read this morning on Instagram that uh, CrossFit is uh, helping him out uh, with all of his travel, helping him with his family, his hotel. They're doing all the booking for him, and, and he's very, very, very thankful uh, that CrossFit is taking care of him. Uh, he has also said he's uh, extremely thankful to be in the United States uh, as opposed to being in Canada when he had this so that he could get immediate uh, surgery on it. For those of you who thought that you needed insurance to get service in this country, which you never have needed. And, uh, and, and if you want to fight about it, we can, that'll be Monday show. Fuck all you guys up. And, uh, I, I, I hope he's okay. And I asked that to see if he has a GoFundMe page so we could all, uh, donate. It really, really fucking sucks. Um, Mr. Halpin. 
Hello. Let's see, I push myself down here underneath you. Good morning. Um, and maybe we'll push Taylor down here too. Uh, what happened with the leaderboard, Mr. Leaderboard? Thankfully, I still have it. So, um, a little hard to tell because Danielle's 15th and then Emma was 33rd on that workout. But when you go to the current data, you're talking about the sandbag ladder. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's the same. So it's not last night's workout. So I'm looking ah. back through to see if they made a, an adjustment on a previous workout um, to see where that came from, because there's okay. no change. Uh, Danielle did 200 and went to a tiebreaker. Emma did 180 and went to a tiebreaker. The thing I was thinking at the first is that they were in the same one. It could be the time chip on that tiebreaker. Could like it be other athletes' scores got adjusted? That's what I was thinking too, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we did see last night it came up with the men and the women. I know Savannah and I were texting with a few folks like John. There was ties still listed in a lot of the in a lot of the results because they were just entering like seventh, but it was all of the ladies or men that were all in those tiebreakers that were all listed as like seventh or there was multiple that were listed as first. Did Haley um, Adams score change since last night, uh, Mike? Uh, and, and, sorry, so sorry. Two parts. What was Danielle's score last night? It currently sits at 792. Still 792. It's Emma's score that changed. Emma's score went up. It's okay. Emma's score what is now seven ninety seven, but it was seven ninety one. She got yeah, she got six points from somewhere. So two spots. Yeah. Hmm. So and, and how about Haley Adams? Was she did her points change at all? Nope. Seven forty eight. Okay. Um, and then Mal's eight sixty six. Oh, so was Emma in a tiebreaker? Mal was eight sixty six, and. Emma was 791. One of them got six points. One of them lost six points. Wow. That's the difference right there. In in second and third, she was 866, Mal. And Emma was 791, and now she's 797. So I wonder two. what the I wonder what the protocol is when they do that, if they notify the athletes. Hey, we've made a change to your score. I feel like they but, have to. That's where it doesn't still doesn't make sense because their rank is the same on both uh caller give me one second uh 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 ricardo montalban from pmi's premium services uh best supporter of this show uh a little off subject but a big congratulations to adrian bosman great games i agree uh one more thing thomas owens uh he says it's fucking pouring badusi here i think that that means he's in madison i have heard for those of us who are uh California boys that we don't understand the rain that's coming down there right now, that it's some, it's like literally like buckets. And Adrian did say yesterday, he says, if it's raining, the show goes on. But if it's doing this, the show doesn't go on. It gets paused. And when he said, does this, I think it's like something that us Californians don't recognize as rain. It's like, so uh, I'm guessing what that's what Thomas is re referencing, that it's just crazy wet there. Caller, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, your famous CrossFit email today, Trevon, they yes. sent down an email tonight that has completely different scoring 
for the women's leaderboard than what is showing right now. You mean that we, we sent out yesterday? We sent out the the, the old scores? So so last night, the, the CrossFit email of the day oh, okay. had, had Mal with 872, has Danielle with 792, Emma at 791 and Haley at 750. So it's like, these are true. Oh, so, so Haley changed. Okay. So Haley changed too. Damn. You're fucking helping up. That's not cool, dude. Just to call in here and show up. One of our guys, not cool at all. (laughs) I don't know where you should have texted that dude. That's fucking, that's like calling out the master in front of the students. Not cool. Well, I think it mostly makes that for having all different kinds of scoring going out, especially in their own email. Yeah, so that is the it is interesting you say that because Halpin has yesterday's scores, then you have some email scores, and then we're looking at some different scores. I just wonder for these guys. I mean, I guess at the end of the day it doesn't matter, but if I was an athlete and they were they were a, a messing with the score, I'd want to know some details on it just to, you know, help with my confidence so my brain doesn't like right. in the, uh, they were putting up posts about Danielle working her way back up onto the podium and stuff, and now she's not there at all. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah man. Every, okay. I don't know what they put in this email. The entire email's wrong. Uh, like, the men's some, scores aren't even for the final event last night. Um, some uh, crazy hot chick with the purple hair, Iona Holloway, uh, I wonder if she's related to Max Holloway, has given a crazy generous donation uh, of $100. And... Unfortunately, she, I, she spent it for me already. She wants me to buy Jr. some Botox to reduce his facial expressions. Cheers for all the hard work. Sarcasm, Iona? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, it's uh, actually, it's no, actually a really thank you for that compliment. I'm, yeah. I'm flattered when people think that I have a lot of Botox done in my face. No, no, she relax your jaw. No, she doesn't think that she's, yeah, it's uh, it's, I know, uh, I know, okay, I know. okay, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to ruin he your joke. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's all wound up. Give him something, uh, Halpin. Were you gonna say something? Are you gonna give us a what tell us what's going on, or, or do you have problems with this? What, what's your an- analysis? I mean, well, I have to go look at the rest but I would hope they don't have any adjustments in the 30 to 40 range. And, and why do you say that? Why does that matter? Because they're already cut. Oh, shit. But I think it's oh, likely... My like, well, that's the thing. Like, Emma was 33rd, so... Well, if they're already cut and they adjust it, they just uncut it, right? And someone just has... someone. It's like April yeah, Fool's to them. That, oh, just kidding. You're in. You're, uh, you're out. It's like, it's like if you were told last night, hey, you're done based on the scoring and oh and you started CrossFit all... puts out an email that doesn't make sense and then they put out a scoring adjustment in the whole thing so you got cut you think you got cut and you fucking went out and drank and did some coke and fucked all night and in the morning they're like sorry wrong score get back in here yeah i don't it doesn't look like anybody's changed as far as i can tell but that's that's the issue with can you even, and, even get yeah. coke in madison wisconsin it's, it's, no, only meth. Only we meth. Should, we should ask Heidi. Um, uh, oh, Spiegel Snatch. Thank you. This is an important update for anyone who wants to get a workout in with the uh, ex uh, CEO. Man, you know you're that. That's a that's a a great joke. If you don't get it, you gotta you gotta watch the show more. Uh, Morning Chocolate was reporting that Eric Rosa is wandering the campus, asking CrossFitters to watch him work out. 
What a great reference. That is solid. Uh, 100 points easy for Tio. Uh, Tio. 100 points easy for Tia Toomey, says Edward Navarro from a, uh, speaking of cocaine, from the cocaine fields of uh, Honduras. Bogota. Yeah, yeah, Bogota. Edward, Edward Navarro. Uh, guys, thoughts? Is this Tia going to clean this up? This this thing that uh, I think is a chipper that, um, that, that JR says is not? Yeah, that isn't. It just it depends how heavy that sled is, how hard that sled is to push for them. Because like Taylor said, when they put those six kettlebells on for the last sled push, if Barnhart and Sprint 40 feet and Tia's just 10 feet rest, 10 feet rest, 10 feet rest, then I don't think it's an easy hundred points. But I think Tia's uh, gonna I think Tia's gonna have enough of a lead from the legless rope climbs on most matter. of the field that it's not gonna matter that much. What is Here, the drainage like on this field? Because didn't that come they, up in previous sled event? We we talked about well, I mentioned it a little bit, but usually they shape a turf field with a slight arc, um, almost like a slight roll, so that the rain drains naturally. Uh, you would imagine, at least at this level, at this venue, that's how their their field is constructed. That's how NFL fields are. Um, so that's what you would think. You wouldn't think there'd be a single spot on this field where water could pool. B, sir, amazing how Tia went from one end of the spectrum in terms of conversation out of podium contention to her sixth title, well within reach and everyone else chasing her. Uh, anyone who was saying she was out of the conversation or out of podium contention uh, was smoking crack. I don't think anyone said that on this show. That's fucking idiocy. But but if you read the comments on the side of the CrossFit Games, it is clearly some of the dumbest people walking who, the planet. Who made the comment yesterday in competition about the horse and horse races that do really well when the conditions are shit? Yeah, that was Chase. I think I see Ricky as that kind of athlete and potentially Roman too. And so I'm looking at both of them to place really well on this workout. Um, and it'd be cool to see Medeiros do well. I just am not sure about it. For whatever reason, Ricky and Roman give off that persona that when it gets rainy, they're going to fuck shit up. Yeah, I, hey, dude, that dude from the ghetto, though. Justin, Justin Medeiros. Oh, oh, fuck. It's like, it's like the, oh, dude, yes, no, it's not like that. It's not like that, dude. It's like where he's like where the Diaz brothers are from. I'm telling you, it's a fucking world-class shithole. Sorry, 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 uh, Justin. I mean, they love it. I'm sure they love it. Like his neighbors, like his his neighbors on the right have a fucking tractor parked in their front yard that they stole. And his other neighbors have a car up on jacks that they stole. I'm telling you like Lodi Stockton, it's. But his his mom said he's, he the first time he went to the mall was when he was twelve because I was showing off that my kids hadn't been to the mall since they were f- until they were five. I mean th- he's there he's country. That motherfucker can look. He can grind. I will I will say though in, in filthy one fifty it was raining during that rope climb event like we alluded to earlier and Roman dominated everybody and Medeiros was in that field and. Now, that was 2019, and he wasn't Medeiros yet, but uh, Roman was laps ahead of everybody, and they had to climb it, descend, and then climb it again without touching the ground. Um, hey, John, what, he kind had, of interference, yeah, what kind of interference was in that workout? I remember it being running. What else was in the workout? And wasn't it, was, it, the, first, wasn't it the first workout of the weekend? I, I know. I think it was like the third workout of the weekend. Okay. It was, it was uh, at the end of the day. The first workout was uh, – like an eight mile, eight K run or something like that. 
What um, was in what was in that rope climb workout? It was just the whole thing was you couldn't touch the ground with your it had to be an L sit on the way down. So um it was just running and then rope climbs. Okay. Uh but it was the first time they went up legless and then they descended past the line and then you had to go up again without touching the ground. And nobody did it faster than Roman. Right. Yeah, I just wonder what the I wonder it's what the cannibal jerks are gonna do to people and their grip. We'll see. Yeah. It's going to be nasty, especially with it being wet. You think they'll let them use grips for the kettlebells? I was thinking about that, too. You know, this year they've they've gone to that, right? Like, no grips used with barbell movements. Even in the age group semifinals, no grips for the kettlebell farmers carries. They were pretty adamant about stuff like that. But I think if it's wet, they'll, they'll let them have grips. Uh, I, I want to switch over to the men's leaderboard, uh, but I want to uh, ask Halpin one thing. Halpin, can you give us uh, a case for why Haley Adams is uh, still in it? She uh, to make podium. Uh, Emma Lawson has 797 in third place, and Haley Adams has 748. That's what 49, 49 points away from getting onto the podium. Tell tell us why we should watch Haley, or don't. Because she's done it before. She did. Atlanta, she with her hands gone. She did that. Um, meaning what? Meaning what? Last year at the game, so, she made a tremendous comeback. Or is that what you're saying? That was two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Well, I mean, she didn't make a comeback. I'm just saying she's gone through worse and come out the other side. She has a level to her that that I, I mean, Emma looks like she has it, but it's hard to say this far into this far into a competition because the the competitions Emma has done have all been three-day competition at the- I think Haley was also pissing out of her butt all weekend when they had the 2020 games. Please don't. Please don't do that again. Please don't do that again. No, Haley's in that same horse category that Taylor said Roman and Ricky were in. She's a grinder. Dude, yeah. she had like massive GI problems that whole weekend. Uh, please don't. Please don't. Don't what? I don't know. But Haley's case- a very good – go ahead, JR. Another case could be that we we still don't know if there are only 300 more points up for grabs and not more points. And the more points up for grabs, the more the chances for someone like Haley go up. Uh, I can give you a little there from like what I can pull. They are changing. They have made changes to the leaderboard a couple times. They haven't made one since like Thursday or so. Like when they when they announced that double event, the scoreboard added an event to the scoreboard. Oh, I see what you're saying. The changes you're talking about, like the way it's just laid out, that might give us a clue that there's more coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, go ahead. David Mung Adams is great at king duration events. Long, I'm guessing he meant long duration events. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm guessing that uh, Emma is uh, her recovery is uh, second to none, and and uh, and Mallory is just. I mean, she can just put her head down and work. I think uh, Haley's biggest hope is that, or biggest uh, is that the sled somehow stops Mallory because she just doesn't have enough mass to move it. I don't think Haley can catch Mal. Hmm. I think she has a shot at third place. I think first and second are wrapped up. Okay. All right, let's cruise over to the dudes. Fair. Uh, no one else below, right? Brooke Wells should just hang back and chill, sign autographs, take photos. He has done amazing. This I agree. Day. I agree. She's been but, awesome. But but she's but she's but you don't. She's not going to crack the top five. Not in this workout. No. And there's definitely the 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 steps are getting carved out for sure. 
This is the closest men's CrossFit Games uh, race in the last 60 years. Uh, first place, Justin Medeiros with 9.20. Ricky Garrard right behind him with 9.03. Roman Krenikov, uh, 8.81. You could be like, well, no, Sevon, it's 20 points that separate them. That's a lot. Here's the problem. And I think we talked about this yesterday. Those other 27 guys, if they start getting in between Ricky and Roman and Justin at the finish line, things will change very, 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 very quickly. And I think they will. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not going to finish one, two, three on this. No way. I mean, I would be shocked with how good people like Vellner and Fakowski are at managing fatigue and how good they are at legless Saxon. Like we said, I mean, Saxon's got two weird performances in these games, but he's so good all around there. There's going to be people that mess this up. A, a lot of people that mess this up. Meaning, meaning um, out of those three, Justin, Ricky, Roman, I don't need to know who, but what do you think the lowest finish will be on this? You think that one of those guys will get a ninth place finish? I think one will get a 12 for a 15th. Ooh, ooh. Some, somebody's going to blow up on the Legos climbs is what you're saying, Taylor, right? Uh, I either think that or somebody's not going to have – they're just going to have issues on the sled. Something that people aren't really talking about that it's probably worth mentioning, even though it was before a night's sleep, you saw all those guys fail that heaviest sandbag after they all made the oh, one before. Dude, their CNS – was fried last night after seeing seeing who they're seeing who their central nervous system it would be like it would be like them doing a a max deadlift effort or a max clean effort like eight or nine times because they were only going up 10 pounds each time i I would i I would argue ricky more than everybody else i think a lot of them are fried today like they're they're just tired from that effort last night the ones that lasted the longest why why ricky john uh more than roman and justin well, Roman was a bag out before Ricky, but if you watch and just Justin was he did good because of his technique. His technique was flawless. Nobody and the people who did it like that had clearly known that's the best technique to do. Ricky took forever to do every sandbag over 300 pounds and he just murdered himself and willed himself honestly to get the 330 bag. I couldn't believe that he did it. Honestly, or the 320 bag it says um I couldn't believe he – when Roman failed and he got that, I he outdid himself more than everybody else in that workout, in my opinion. Yeah, um, and dude, yeah, and dude it, it was interesting when you saw people like Roman and Pat, um, probably Travis Mayer to an extent. When those guys knew it was the bag that they couldn't get, they just said, it's not worth it, I'm done. I'm going to go yeah. over here and I'm going to wait. Because holding the bag for 10 to 15 seconds, just trying to fight it and fight it and fight it and fight it, that, that's going to take a toll. Murders you. You mean what Cole like, Sager did was smart? What, who did? Cole Sager. <laughs> Why, what did he do? He held the bag for fucking two minutes, Oh, dude. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was yeah, going to yeah. get it. I thought he was going to get it. I, I thought all, he was going to faint. I was concerned he was seeing the little fucking sperm dance around. <laughs> Uh, Haley needs a new coach, maybe five times champ, because she's not getting any stronger. She only wins the same events every year. I think she, uh, Mike Sauce, uh, uh, I think she is getting stronger. Right? She at the semifinals. That was a, a that was a huge moment for her, wasn't it? Two hundred. She did two hundred pound complex. I, I would I would argue she's not making up ground on the field. If she's getting stronger and everybody's getting stronger, she's always she's still in the same place that she normally is. 
I think you should go over and look at the leaderboard and look at some of her finishes and look and see if those are the strength events that she did the poorest on. Pull that up. To, to see to see if she did? No, just so I can so I can show you that some of the lowest finishes had nothing to do with strength limitations. Okay. Oh, which event uh, do you want to look at? Start with the start with So the sandbag she's 32nd. Right. A shoulder to overhead is 17th. Look at Elizabeth. Elizabeth is 18th. I would argue that's more of a skill though if she just didn't have it and she didn't have it. She works on that, she'll be fine. So you think that was just an outlier like with Tia? It was just yes. a strength. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the, if she did a time two, and retention issue with strength. Yeah, it, if she did the parallel bars for two weeks and traversed it across in two weeks, she would be eighth. All right, look There's, at hat trick. Hey, dude, she's twenty one too, man. And hat trick yeah, was the dumbbells. There's yeah, but no one, no one does more dumbbell squat snatch maybe than her in the field. Yeah, I. I also think there's an interesting article posted by .com this morning talking about uh, where you peak in your fitness in terms of age has a lot to do with where you started and when you started. So someone like Justin Medeiros starting CrossFit at 13 probably peaks a lot sooner than someone who starts when they're 22, maybe peaking when they're 31, 32. Who wrote that article? That makes sense. Uh, it I don't know who wrote the article. I just saw, I just saw the post and Ooh. read about half it. It talked about age and banking as much fitness early on in life as a hedge against decrepitude later on in life. But that no, was in there. But that seems like a contradiction. Why does that make sense to you? Um, JR. Are you, go ahead. That she still has time that maybe her, maybe w when she started CrossFit, I think she was a, she was a cross country runner before. So when she truly started resistance training was a little bit later in life. Yeah. Versus someone who's been squatting since they were 13 hits a peak at their squat around early 20s whereas she might not until later there's also a comment that says she has admitted she's been coached to work on her weaknesses but she's too stubborn to do it and to me that strikes me as the real problem that's not her fault yeah it's not necessarily the coaching it's ah but i just want to do cardio i just need to do cardio yeah she said that on my show last month too or a couple weeks ago uh no julie slowin I have no idea how the great Sevon Matosian did two whole shows while I slept and got my beauty sleep. Thank you for all your dedication. You're welcome. Thank you for the five bucks. But I tell you, she needs, to, she needs to take a page out of Roman's book. Roman was weak compared to the field, and he was like, I'm just going to put on 20 pounds and see where everything's at. And that's what he did, and that's he's been a monster because of it. Why does everyone in the comments think I'm on Grinder? Because you are. Uh, Matt Souza. Hey, Matthew Souza. Um, wow, it is fucking rainy. What is going on? Why is that man in shorts? Are these going to make the ropes uh, more than damp, Taylor? Yeah, this is... Oh, man, that's a lot of, that's a lot of wet. Hey, Souza, as you yeah. pass by those porta bodies, take a deep breath and let me know what you think. Are they overflowing? <laughs> oh, no, hi. How are you? Good morning, miss. <laughs> I like it how a chick walks out. Ah, <laughs> uh, 2,000 well, of us yeah. saw you coming out of a porta potty. Um, Susa, what's up, buddy? Hey, yeah, it's super, super wet, but it's like really like humid, so it's warm. But uh, there's like a light drizzle, but definitely like damp out here right now. I'm going to head over to North Park so we can see what that looks like on the field of a uh, competition uh, in just a minute. It looks like. Gates are open and everybody's just like piling through now. You can see 
little bit of the line. Does it seem as crowded as it's as it's supposed to be? I mean, the event starts in ten minutes. Yeah, I would say it's definitely a lot slower for everybody to get here. If it were sunshine, I would say that this line would already be packed up, and this parking lot would already be closed. It was by this time last uh, yesterday, but like today, it's definitely still open and people are pulling in. So I think people are a little slow to get here this morning. Hey, what the fuck is going on, guys? It's, the The event starts in ten minutes. How can that place not be jam packed? And and, think, and it's yeah. the best men's race we've had in in, in forever. Do you think people are yeah, just gonna watch surprised. watch from the hotel room? They might, yeah, yeah, they might because it's definitely like it's not raining, but it's it's like wet, like it's consistently Pussies. just drizzling. So, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! How about that guy stealing weights right there? What the fuck's going on with that? <laughs> Get him! Look at these guys. They're trekking out a whole barbell in a step. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can see that, but they got barbells across their back, and they're trekking it right out. Look at these uh, lenses. Uh, B, sir, I'd say you all are the top podcast in the CrossFit space. Uh, thank you. Very kind of you. I would say that we're the top five podcasts in the space stuffed into one. Uh, wh- humbly, of course. Uh, Jeanette Gray, uh, best coverage. Je- oh, where uh, Jeanette Gray, best coverage of the games. Thank you. Uh, you are super duper duper welcome. She looks like she's uh, like a head judge at the games. Hey, Savannah, I got to run, but one thing to call out um, back on the leaderboard, the scoring table actually changes today when they cut down to 30. So with oh, 30, wow, yep. the first 14 get four points. It goes down by four points from 100. And then um, 16 to 30, it goes down by three points. So you called out before anybody middling uh, Ricky or Roman or Justin. That is actually worth a lot more today. Okay, middling. I like that. So term. a tenth and a first would be 40 points then. 40-point difference. Wow. And that is and that is Roman to Justin. Or, yeah, Roman to Justin. And that encapsulates Ricky in the middle. And there's, and there's three events left. Yep. Yep. Crazy. Susan, I mean, are you going to wear one of those plastic bags? All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, Mike. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not throwing on the human pond of there. That's a little... <laughs> Come on. Save our oceans. Hey, those um those camera guys were all wearing leather straps, and when I started wearing those, man, I took some heat. Whew! And now every photographer has them on here. The leather why ones. You, why did you take heat? I just, just people thought that I was like, you know, that it, I was. Uh, it meant that I I took it in the dumper, just because they were all they were leathered straps and shit. Like it looked <laughs> like I was a a, a, a kinky kinky man. <laughs> took it in the dumper. Uh, Ian Williams, 199, is there a way for the ghost to still win? Uh, who's the ghost? Pat Vellner? No. Uh, yeah, that, no. The best he could do is fourth. Those three are in a tier above everybody else right now. Uh, J- John Young says the best he could do is fourth, and, and I think that's that would be like ama- – I think he'd be pretty happy with this, that at this point. Ashley Hubbard, I look forward to your podcast after every event. Thanks for what you do. Thank you. Even though I, I swear yesterday I was falling apart. I couldn't even tell the difference between JR and Taylor. The names were getting all scrambled up in my fucking little peanut. My poor little peanut. Sevan, I'm I'm curious, who do you want to win? Ooh. It depends on who I'm talking to. If I'm talking to Justin, I want him to win. If I'm talking to Ricky, I want him to win. If I'm talking to Roman, I don't want him to win. So uh, it really depends. You want to know when I woke up this morning, I was my, I'm, it's so weird. Uh, emotions are so weird. I, I was, I was really thinking about Pat Vellner today. 
from the second I woke up to I showered to when we started the show. He's given he's given so much of him fucking himself. And I was just trying to imagine what he was going through. And he's the only athlete I text this morning. I said, hey, brother, I'm rooting for you. So I don't know. I just kind of it, it changes. Right. I mean, I'm going to be happy, I think, for whoever wins. Like it will be a great story if Roman wins. But but I don't know. Sorry for the wishy-washy answer. Who do you want to win, John? I want Roman to win. You do, and, and and why is that? It's just nice to see just like a man from another country come and conquer. It's like some warrior just, shit. I just feel like, I mean, him and Ricky both different situations, but they've been through so much to get here, right? And either one, like Roman, just seems so happy out there. He just seems like he's just having a good time. He can't understand anybody. He can't speak a lick of English. And he's just like to everybody, you know, he's just, he's happy to everybody. Uh, yeah, man, after, after echo press, he went up to Ricky as soon as the time cap buzzer went off and like patted him on the back. He was like, probably said, you're good. It's okay. Like it, yeah. it, it's, it's hard not to love him. And he saw his baby for the first time two days ago. Like I just, I love everything about Roman. And then, um, yeah. So I want Roman to win. Uh, t- a, go ahead. You know, I was gonna say I, I, it for sure took a lot for Roman and Ricky to get here, but you can't discount the road Justin's traveled, starting oh. when he was thirteen. Uh, you know, he was what was he last place in the twenty eighteen regional when he decided to compete? Um, I mean, he got fucking demolished. Four years hey. later, he wins the games. And let me tell you, being born in Lodi is the exact opposite of whatever white privilege is. I'm fucking telling you. Well. He had more privilege than Roman growing up in a gulag. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm telling you, you guys don't know. You guys don't know. It's 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 not. It's 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 third world as a motherfucker. Like, it would be different for me if Justin hadn't won already. I I think I'd be wanting Justin to win if he had not won already. But like for this games, I want. I'm rooting for Roman. Hey, I went to the first time I went and visited Rich. I went into a gas station there. I think it was 2010, and I was from California. And I and it was a town just outside of Cookville. Oh, nice, nice, yeah, baby. It's disrespecting the CEO shirt with those rain jackets. Those are nice. Those rogue rain jackets. Damn. Um, and and I went in. I went there. It was just outside of Cookville, and I went into uh, the gas station to pay, and it was fucking dirt floors, dude. It was a gas station, and inside the the mini mart was dirt floors. It, it was just dirt. It was just a building sitting on fucking dirt. Where? That's how. That's by the way. That's how I think um, you and Jr. live too. Somewhere in fucking yeah, in Tennessee, a fucking store with dirt floors. It was unfucking believable to me. And uh, and then when There's I was in fucked up shit in the Carolinas. <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. It's like it's it, it's it's uh it's something else. Uh, Tyler. Tyler Watkins start today. Individuals uh, start. Mm-hmm. They don't even have they don't even have the crash pads under the ropes yet. They probably oh. don't want those getting soaked. Hold on a sec. Uh, what's going on out there? Hold on. Uh, Mike Sauce will HWPO podium before Mayhem athletes and individuals. Uh, what's it going like on there, Susa? Test- it looks Susa. like they're uh, trying to test the resistance of the sled or dry the field. Yeah, what do you mean they're trying they- to dry the field? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yes. Like, uh, it looks like on the opposite side, it looks like they're drying the sled down and then 
pushing them back and forth and then bringing them back and drying them. It looks like they have the demo team maybe testing it to get feedback on the resistance now that it's what. Hey, okay. Sure. Will you hold that camera as still as exactly what they do. Yeah, and try to hold that camera as still as possible when they're pushing the sled. I want Jr. Um, Taylor, John Young, and Tyler to see how hard it is to push that sled. So, so that looks like one young lady pushing it. I'm assuming it's empty, and she pushes it with ease. Right? Well, yeah, Stefan, you would push an empty sled with ease, too. Yeah, okay. So that gives us some idea of the weight. Once they get that thing empty, that thing's going to fly. Yeah. How full are the stands, Sousa? How can Say you not Tyler? Uh, how full are the stands? I saw people heading over really early this morning. We've, we've been driving around that area. So I'd imagine they're kind of full. Yeah, they're definitely filling up now. Those the the rogue rain jackets are awesome. It's like the Louis Vuitton of rain jackets. Here comes the good old sled excuse for why you finished twenty nine. Wait, where? What? What is the comment? This comment, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> uh, Colton would have dominated this event bring that motherfucker back Scott Hall uh, I think I think Colton would not dominate this event <laughs> I'm not going to stand in the rain for that event why not it's just rain I would I actually wonder, like it if it was raining there I wonder if they're going to get cleats or if they have to wear regular shoes uh, any sign of cleats, uh, Sousa? Any sign of cleats on anyone? On the demo team? Because that's going to be a game changer on that wet turf. Yeah, Halpin said they were they were given cleats. cleats on the demo team pushing it. They just look like they're in normal uh, workout shoes, workout trainers. Uh, Connor Rohrer. Ro uh, they're called ponchos. Ever been to a football game? Uh, no, um, I'm uh, no. Thankfully, I have never been to a football game. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Football game. I just want to say I ran into Ricky last night. I caught up with him uh, outside the media area um, while Justin was talking to Souza, and I think that last night was a big win for him. I was watching his posture. Him and Justin both. And I wanted to note specifically before and after that event how they held themselves. And I think Ricky was really nervous going into that event. And then after last night, you could tell he was very uh, – it was like a lot of relief, and he was aggressively awaiting tomorrow. Like he he's not unconfident about how he's going to do today. Um, I didn't get a chance to check – up with Justin afterwards. I did talk to his mom and she seems like he's confident, but also she's his mom. So I would, uh, my eyes would be on Ricky today. Do you, do you know, do you know why Justin's been so cold to Ricky? That's uh, Katie Henniger out there wiping down sleds right now. 
in the red shirt. Right, well, the, that, hey, look at that. Look at that. That's the wealthiest person you've ever seen uh, with a rag wiping something down in your entire life. All of you. You never, you never seen anything like that. Okay, go on. I mean, it's only. Hey, I, Susan. Sorry, sorry. One thing, Susan. If you get close to her, tell her we need her on the podcast. I text her the other day. She texted me back. I, fuck off. I will. No, I she will. didn't. She did. Oh. She did. She did text me back. Really? Wasn't quite as strong <laughs> as fuck off. <laughs> uh, go, go okay. ahead. Sorry, Jay. What were we gonna say? <laughs> no, no, nothing. Was someone saying something about? Uh, I can only speculate on why why Justin's cold with Ricky, but like. At the end of the day, like he know, like I think he knows it's mono e mono for them. Yeah, Roman's in that mix, but I think he, I think he's just thinking you're my number one enemy, and I would, I would turn Ricky into a villain in my head, even if I hated him or not. You know. So I got a I got a funny story about the two of them. My my parents are at the games, and they were watching the two of them. And Justin was on the, during the sandbag event. Justin was sitting on the bench, and Ricky sat kind of away from him and then he scooted down. So there's just this opening on a bench, Justin on one side, Ricky on the other. And then Roman comes up and just sits between the both of them. <laughs> just just like, Hey guys, how is everybody? I, I saw at one point, Justin had his arm up like this sitting in the chair and Roman came and sat there. So it looked like his arm was around Roman and Justin was like, pulled his, <laughs> pulled his arm. You ain't my girlfriend. That was something interesting to watch with Gee last night. He never turned it off. He was always like aggressive. He looked like a tiger trying to get ready to pounce on something where Roman would be jovial on the sidelines. And then the moment he stepped up to the platform, his, his mood would shift. He would get focused and get really aggressive really fast. And then the moment the sandbag was on the floor, he was jovial again. And so it's like, what, what's better? I think everybody's different. Everybody has their own ways of psyching themselves up. Um, I don't think one way is better than the other. What about you, Jr. Taylor? Yeah, Taylor's think, gone. Oh no, he's still there. Yeah, I think there are some people that um, when they try to to get themselves too serious, it actually hinders performance. And other people, if they if they let themselves lose focus, then that's a bad thing for them. Also, yeah. hey, my little girl's awake. I gotta I gotta go get her. Okay, thanks, brother. We'll see yeah. you soon. We'll hey see you guys, soon. I just. Uh, I just ran into Brian and I asked him what the, what it means for the sled, for the weight, for the resistance with the uh, moisture on the field. And he basically said, for some people, it'll be uh, irrelevant. For others, it's like Christmas morning. Yeah. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> It'd be easier it to the push than it Nothing. Yeah, the people that are going to have trouble nothing. with the sled, the people that are going to have trouble with the uh, sled are still going to have trouble and the just... ones that that aren't, it's going to be much, much uh, easier for them. I'm not buying it. Uh, yeah, that's. Okay, so I'm, I'm on the CrossFit Games YouTube channel right now. It says men's event 11 weather delay, and there are uh, 45,000 people watching. They started streaming 35 minutes ago. I do not have the audio on, uh, but they have a static shot locked off, and uh, – I, I suspect when they go live that the that the stream will go up to a hundred thousand people. I mean, this is the, this is the last day. This is when everyone should be tuning in, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why there would be a weather delay. It, They're probably just trying to clean shit off. Yeah, but it's, it's it's. I think it's still raining there. Is it still raining, Susan? Is it is it pointless wiping the shit down? Yeah, it is kind of pointless wiping it down because uh, the more you wipe it down, yeah. 
the morning wipe it down it's just gonna get wet again it's actually that the drizzles picked up a little bit but we do see the sun kind of peeking out a little bit now i just don't see them pulling it off in time especially on those wet roads trash bags hey uh susa i don't know if i should tell you susa can i type you something in the private chat can you see it from your phone Yes. Okay, I'm typing it to you. Types it in the main chat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's really nothing. It's nothing that gnarly. I just, I'll tell you guys, all you guys in a minute. Let me just see what the fuck's going on here. I know what you're talking about. All right. It's not exactly the answer I was looking for. Uh, I'll tell you guys tomorrow. I don't even know if we're doing a show, show tomorrow. It's nothing though. It it really is nothing. Okay, it looks like uh, they've the stream from CrossFit has started up. Um, Noble CrossFit Games. In a matter of hours, we will know who is the fittest on earth. Thanks for being with us Five today on a rainy Sunday morning. I'm Sean Woodland, alongside with Chase Ingram and Mike Arsenal is down on the competition floor. Will Plummer. Susa, any sign of uh, the athletes? Butch. Not yet, but the judges just took the floor right now, so I imagine the athletes will be coming out any moment. Are okay, pads guys. under the ropes? Great question. What was that? Say that again, Doug. Are, are pads under the ropes? Negative. No pads under the ropes yet, but I imagine that's the last thing they'll bring so they don't get too wet. <laughs> Uh, you guys, I think this event is going – they have a window blocked off for an hour. That will take us to, let's say, 8.15 uh, Pacific Standard Time. And then after that uh, – someone mute uh, – Taylor, please. Find out where that sound's coming from. Thank you. Uh, at 8.15 Pacific Standard Time, this event should be over. We'll come back on at 8.30 Pacific Standard Time and party with you guys. Uh, any final words, anyone? Today's going to be an interesting test. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm just excited to watch it. Uh, uh, final word, uh, Mr. Mister Thumb? Uh, I think we're going to be on a little later than 8.30 PST okay. after this event because of the delay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, guys, we will see you soon. Bye-bye.